Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. It's Saturday morning at WGR. Must be time for Inside High School Sports. It's Holy Saturday. Hopefully you guys all spent uh, time on Good Friday in your in a pew somewhere, like I did. I'm sure Francis did. Yeah, Anyways. Do living room or co- recliners that, count? It could. It could. As long as you're fasting. Got a thumbs up from uh, <laughs> our friend uh, across the uh, hall there. That's, that's uh, all I could speak about on, that, uh, on this show, anyways. Well, for... The last three weeks, I'll say it three times. Moaning, y'all. Moaning, y'all. Moaning, y'all. Whoever tried to imitate that last week, and I don't even want to know. Shame on you. Not even close. (laughs) Sorry. Not good. But, uh, yeah, good to be back. Uh, Who are you? (laughs) I'm the the one on the left. Anyway, uh, yeah, good to be back, Frank. Happy Easter to all our... uh, Christian listeners, and of course we don't want to pass over our non-Christian Ooh. listeners. Oh, I just got a few oohs and ahs. Anthony's cringing at home, and uh, Anthony, I thought of you on, uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Uh, I hadn't been to lunch at the Tondo's in a while since I was with Carnivale, so uh, we went there, we stopped at the Broadway Market, Anthony, good news, stopped at Bob Shaw's Pierogi's. Not pierogies, and uh, they will be at the Erie County Fair. They will have their apple pierogi a la mode, and they're going to have something else. And the girl would not divulge. It's supposed to be a special for this year's fair. So, Anthony, I wanted to get at least one thing that's pressurizing you off your chest. So, get well soon. We miss you, Anthony. We really do. And happy Easter. This is Frank Wolf of WNY Athletics. I'm filling in for that very same Tony Caligiri, Anthony to some. And in to studio, his mom, it was Anthony. It was never Tony. So I'm sure. I'm I sure. refer to him as Anthony whenever I remember not to call him Tony. And that's Roger Weiss, who's back in studio after uh, traveling New York State far and wide, uh, following our state championship high school teams. I'm sure that was a lot of fun. We'll get into that. Francis Beck is here from WNY Athletics. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure. Bobby Carnavali is in studio. He's going to be talking to us a little bit about the upcoming All-Star Games with um, uh, Butler Mitchell All-Star Games, boys and girls. And, of course, we have an old familiar face here from Utica. Markel Slaughter is in studio. What's up, Markel? I just waved like the listeners <laughs> can see it. Sorry. Well, good morning, everybody. Glad to be back. It's we do. Been a while. We do need to do some kind of live stream. I think we have to go. One in of these direction. days, we'll figure out something. We're moving. Bobby, good morning. Good morning to all. Pleasure to be here to uh, explain a little bit about our uh, All Star Games next Saturday, April seventh, uh, at Canisius High School. Uh, we will be uh, having a senior All Star Girls game at twelve thirty and a senior all-star boys game at 2 o'clock with uh, some of the finest senior basketball players in western New York. 
And Roger, I'm supposed to wish you a happy Zwizanka. I'll take your word for it. Do you know what that? <laughs> come, my buddy is telling me to wish you a happy Zwanka. I must be butchering that. No, it's. Am I close? Nuts. I'm in the ballpark. Zwanka, I believe it's Zwanka. Okay. But it's, right. you're better than most, Frank. Thank you. Give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> Francis can. Uh, quick question. Uh, yeah. This is the third Saturday Markel and I have uh, spent together. Does that mean we're going steady? Definitely. You're moving in that direction. Okay. You know, I just, you know, in, in the point of full disclosure, I wanted, so I'm not doing it behind people's back, you know. Oh, yeah, I spent two good Saturdays, and we had a ball we had a, watching uh, we had a blast. the section uh State, state, champ, state, state champions and some semis. Uh, he saw the Franklinville girls. He was happy to see that. And then uh, we spent last Saturday at uh, Albany Times Union watching the UB girls and the uh, you know UConn girls. And what UConn played Duke and UB played South Carolina, I believe. We had a good afternoon yeah. there. So glad you made it home for the holidays, Markel. Me too. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. We miss you. Not missing you. Now you're out there covering Section Three. Section 3, the east side of Section 3, um, most of Section 3 is in the Syracuse area, like between what, like Auburn, Fulton, and um, Fayetteville, Auburn, and Fulton is west of Syracuse, I okay. think, and Fayetteville is So you're talking Utica, I'm, Frankfurt. I'm east of Utica, I'm east of Syracuse, which is Utica, which is about an hour from okay. Syracuse, which is... Yeah, Utica schools, uh, New Hartford, Whitesboro. We go as east as Little Falls and west as uh, Oneida, Canastota, Verona. Canastota? So, uh, some, pretty, some, depending on to, the sport, we cover Canastota, yeah. Do you, have to, you don't have to go all the way up to Watertown, do you? No, no, no. Because Watertown no, no, no. is Section 3. I thought they were Section yeah, yeah, 7. Yeah. They're not. They're, they're also a part so of you got Section 3. Wow. Yeah, Boonville, Section 3 yeah, is Boonville, huge geographically. The Boonville School is Adirondack High School. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. That's my area. Good. Our wrestling guy, uh, Matt O'Rourke, is from Boonville. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, their girls' basketball team, they went undefeated in the regular season at least. Nice. And, um, that's it. and they have a nice little waterfall out there. Uh, not too far from there, I should yeah. say. Um, Pixley Falls, I think. Nice little area out there. And I had to go to a Boonville uh, Fair last summer. It, it's quite a few things to do out in the Boonville. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I like Boonville. Nice. We got a pretty exciting show. We're going to get to news and notes in just a second. But just to recap, um, Bobby Carnavale is in studio along with that man, Markel Slaughter. But we also have Buffalo East Panthers in studio. They won the Class D uh, state title this past, uh, just a few weeks ago. So Coach Bryant's in studio. He brought along with him Willard Anderson and Justin Allen. You'll hear from there in the second and third segments. Uh, let's start off with news and notes. or I can't even say start off because we're halfway into the program already. Mm-hmm. Derek Kramer producing this one. He's on the, there he is. So any music played in between uh, segments is all Derek's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, he's usually pretty good. But anyways, Des Randall. Was named Coach of the Year by the B Newspapers. Want to send a congratulations out to him on his very unforgettable first year behind the bench of the Indians. Willie students are going to get ready to sign their uh, letters of intent. Joe Shiflett is going to go to Mercyhurst for football, and Veronica Zimmerman is going to play softball at Niagara University. St. Joe's Nick Julian 
is uh, going to commit to John Carroll for football. Sacred Hearts' Gianna Fosaleri has a verbal commitment to play softball at Canisius. Congratulations Canisius. to them. Canisius. Yeah. All right. Bearing in mind she is only a sophomore, and uh, she was arguably one of the best hitters in uh, all of softball a year ago. So yeah. I'll bet you there will be other uh, schools uh, interested in her as well. But glad to see she's interested in staying close to home. And uh, a couple things here. Cardinal O'Hara will be hosting the inaugural Tim Dyrek basketball tournament on the weekend of April 13th and 14th. That'll be in the school gym. It'll be a three-on-three format. It's open to the public ages 18 and up. Proceeds will go to the Coach Derek Scholarship. And it's open to not only Cardinal O'Hara students, but St. Joe's as well. For that scholarship, I should say. Did you say uh, April 13th? Yes. That's a Friday? It's in the evening? I... I don't know. I don't count in front of me, but yeah. Well, I know. The only reason I know is Friday the thirteenth is April. Oh, so, that's where you're going with that. Uh, I didn't know whether it was a weekend or it starts on Friday and continues through. So we'll try to have clarification and give you more uh, pertinent information next week on the show. I'm pretty sure it's a Friday, but if you want to register for that, uh, go to directmemorialtournament.com. You can get more details and register at directmemorialtournament.com. Speaking of Tim Dyrick, that same weekend, O'Hara will be enshrining seven new members into the Athletic Hall of Fame, in which Dyrick is the first time, first ballot Hall of Famer, all the way. Couldn't uh, happen to a nicer person. Rest in peace up there, Coach. Yep, so we're going to post something on Facebook in the coming days uh, leading up to that event. So uh, definitely something to keep your eyes on. Francis, what do you got? All right, so we talked about Utica, where Marquell is. Yes. He's going to be getting another guy coming for him. Brock Blika from Franklinville, he is committed to play football at Utica. And it looks like it's going to be quarterback, too. That's what that's what's listed. So uh, congrats. There are so many positions Brock Blika could play and play well. <laughs> I'm glad he's probably going to play his favorite position. Kenmore East alumnus Andrew Sturt signed a professional contract with the Ottawa Senators for two years. Uh, Maritime Charter announces the hiring of a new basketball coach, Josh Parker. Um. <gasps> Sorry, <laughs> I played ball with Josh. Maritime basketball. Yeah. Shout out to Josh, man! Congratulations. We won't hold it against Josh that <laughs> you played with. Josh, him, yeah, that's my guy, Josh Parker. Um, Allegheny Limestone Baseball is looking for games after some of their opponents canceled on them. Some non-league games. Uh, Kenmore West opened up their new softball and baseball fields Wednesday against. Uh, Grand Island softball won five to four. Lydia Serrano hit the first home run in stadium history. Uh, baseball took a five to two loss to the Vikings. Uh, Abby Borkowski, winning pitcher, granddaughter of one of my classmates at Kensington. And this week, uh, big week for Lackawanna boys baseball. Uh, Chris Swanick had nine strikeouts in a game. Alex Rodriguez had two to th- had two to three hit games. He also had a five RBI game. Eddie Bender had a four RBI game, and Danny Elvers had a three hit game. That was from Tom Prince. Tom Prince, who recently joined us at WNY, going to be bringing you uh, baseball coverage daily. Um, so look for that on our website. Pleasure to have Tom involved. Roger, what do you have for news and notes? Uh, not much for news and notes, but uh, sadly, uh, we have to uh, recognize the passing of a Western New York. Baseball icon, 
uh, Don Colpoise. Uh, he goes back to the oh, pre Carnavalli Roger days as far as baseball. I don't know if there's if I said the Simon Pures, too many people would be uh, know what I'm talking about. A uh, past Brewery that used to sponsor this Muni team. Uh, you want to know what influence Donnie Colpoise has? I don't think the Comerfords would be the Comerfords that we know of if it wasn't for somebody like Donnie Colpoise. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Buffalo, Bishop Timon. Uh, if they had a race for mayor of South Buffalo, he might have been able to beat out Jimmy Griffin. That's how, what kind of impact Donnie Colpoise had. And if I remember correctly, he's in the Greater Baseball Hall of Fame, of oh, course. Of Yes, that goes without saying. Uh, he's probably... As instrumental as Jimmy Griffin was is bringing uh, professional baseball uh, back to uh, Western New York. Wouldn't you agree, Bob? Yes. uh, Between uh, both the Buffalo Bisons resurrection, uh, where they didn't have a team for about eight, ten years, uh, Don was very influential. But he was also the head baseball coach at Canisius College for 25 years. Uh, He was a great player in his day. uh, with the Simon Piers uh, uh, time in high school. I mean, you could do a whole show on Don Colpoy's history and a life in Western New York. Uh, probably coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of young men uh, grew up in the Buffalo area. And as I said, it's a sad passing. Uh, Don is uh, just a legend, and it's, uh, he was very sick, and um, may he rest in peace. Yeah, it's like I say, there's so many, there's hundreds and hundreds, but uh, two families that you think about of the, you know, South Buffalo area would be the, like I said, the Comerford family, and how about the Grise family, too? Uh, and I don't think either one of those families would have been as successful as they were, were it not for Don Colpoise. Well, that's a fitting tribute, guys. Um, Bobby, uh, switching gears a little bit, I know we want to start talking about the Butler-Mitchell I know you put the dates out there earlier, but why don't you remind us of the dates and then who who's coming? Okay, who'd you guys uh, invite? Basically, the Butler Mitchell Alumni Association. We're a group of uh, men and women who grew up on the west side of Buffalo. Uh, some of us many many years ago, and we try to do things in the community to uh, to help the youth uh, of Western New York. Uh, we ran the. Uh, uh, silver hoops for 20 years where we had three boys games well uh, when the Lions Club dropped the girls all-star game we thought it might be uh, uh, good to uh, have a girls and boys senior all-star game it's going to be next Saturday April 7th at Canisius High School the girls game will be at 1230 and I'll read off uh, their names the boys game will be at two o'clock and I also read off some of those and Roger uh, I'm sure can have a, a word or two about uh, some of the girls. Unfortunately, the date of it is where some of the girls and uh, boys could not play because they're down south with us, whether it's softball, baseball, uh, lacrosse, whatever. But our girls team for public schools is, uh, I'll read them off quickly and then Roger can mention, Ella Eckert, Clarence, Serino Sordetto, Ken East, Lexi Lagatuda, Ken East, Riley Rydell, Iroquois, Taylor Quinn, Iroquois, Samantha Fisher, Orchard Park, Molly Mahoney, Lancaster, Paige Ambroski, Newfane, and Cassidy Slocum from Holland. 
Uh, the private school girls will be Nikel O'Neill O'Hara, Kiara Johnson O'Hara, Sierra Harrison O'Hara, Michaela Ryan Sacred Heart, Shay Warren Park, Samantha Miller Mount St. Mary's, and Andrea Schmitter Mount St. Mary's. Okay, and I'd be remiss uh, in, in case Gretchen's uh, listening. Uh, it's Riley Riedel, not Rydell. Uh, she's always emphasized that to me. Uh, so, like I say, Gretchen, I apologize. My bad. Other than that, like I say, there's uh, quite a few girls that are either vacationing in Florida or tied up with another sport in Florida. I believe if there is not a softball conflict uh, that uh, Allison Haskell of uh, Franklinville may also be on that. I sent word that she should get a hold of Brian Baker and uh, keep him updated. I know Brian would like to have her. And Brian's coaching that girl. Brian Baker is coaching the public, and Nick O'Neill from O'Hara is coaching the private. So is that Nick's swan song, so to speak? uh, Probably temporarily. Right now he stepped down, and as far as I know, Mike McCarthy, I'm assuming, who was the assistant, will take over for O'Hara next year. Uh, I don't know if that's official, yes, but uh, if I would bet one way or the other, that's how I would bet. Okay, quickly, I, I'll, I'll read off the boys' names just to get that part out of the way. Uh, the, a lot of the best teams in Western New York this year had many, many underclassmen. As uh, uh, Park School, for example, you know, pretty much their whole team was underclassmen. Yeah. The public boys, uh, Max Weber, Newfane, Hakeem Dobbins, Middle College, Trevor Book, North Tonawanda, Kyle DeVogel, Newfane, Andrew Fran, Kenmore West, Devontae Gaines, Health Sciences, uh, Willard, Willard Anderson, East, Tazun, Tazun Rose, Niagara Falls, Cody Sanford, Will South. Private boys, um, and this one was a little different, uh, the one team that had many, many seniors uh, was Canisius, and they do have numerous kids in this game, but only because the private schools was mostly underclassmen. Christian Zabluski, St. Mary's, Matt Chesky, St. Mary's of Lancaster, Austin James, Canisius, Brandon Trapper, Jace Johnson, Ryan Bradley, Canisius, uh, Nasir Benton, O'Hara, Jack Capen, St. Joe's, Brandon Smith, Park, Julian Izukwu, Park, and Master Radford, Timon, and also Nick McDonald from Canisius. Could other players be named later in case someone Possibly, can't? yes, okay. because... Uh, we do have a, a few young men who may not be able to play in the game because of a uh, AAU All-Star Games in different parts of New York State, and there could be a few replacements, uh, and not because they, they weren't good enough to be on the team originally. Uh, it was because there are just so many uh, good players uh, that are were available. Uh, um, the uh, young man from Will South, uh, Greg Dolan, uh, w- wanted to play very much in the game, but he is out of town uh, next weekend playing uh, in an all-star game, and possibly uh, Willard uh, Anderson may, be, may or may not be able to play in the game. But uh, if he's not able to play, uh, Justin Allen uh, from East would uh, – play in his place and you guys last you guys have had this at uh, different locations 
You're at Canisius this year. What, any well, idea we're at you... Canisius for two reasons. One, because they were nice enough to offer it to us. Uh, but secondly, um, being that the kids are not representing their schools, uh, they this is an all-star game that we provide uniforms. We're in a non-Section 6 location, so we did uh, clear it with Section 6 uh, that it did not have to be sanctioned because the kids are not wearing their own uniforms from their high schools. And, um, again, it's a private school, and the kids are representing themselves. Is there a cost to get in for? There's a $5 cost to get in, and all the money uh, will be donated to various charities uh, around uh, and uh, youth organizations, any money that we raise uh We've done this, as I said, for the past 20 years at the Silver Hoops. And this year, we, uh, the Butler Mitchell alumni allowed the Buffalo PAL to run the Silver Hoops, which was, I believe, last weekend. Roger, how do you like them lineups? Oh, very impressive. Like I say, you know, depending on, uh, you know, and Bob says, fortunately, there was a lot of underclassmen this year. Uh, we, uh, we were somewhat restrictive as far as with the girls and all that. We didn't invite uh, some of the girls from Chautauqua County because they have their own all-star game, which is a big help. If we had to include Chautauqua, I mean, we'd have to probably have three girls games in order to get all the seniors that are, you know, worthy of playing in there. There are only so many, and then we were up against it because I believe – if I, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this like almost the last weekend that under uh, New York State rules that we can hold that these kids can play basketball? And who's coaching the, for the boys? The boys team, the uh, O'Hara uh, boys coach. Paul Verenti? Tony, Tony, Tony Pulverenti okay. is coaching uh, the boys team. And Gabe Michael from Williamsville South is coaching the public boys. Very good. Roger, this kind of somehow this, I want to tie this into the banquet that you're planning. Okay, yeah, we are having a dinner Monday, April 9th at Ilio DePaulo's restaurant. Uh, this will be, we are going to honor number one, the seniors that are playing in this, senior girls that are playing in this game are invited uh, as guests of uh, Butler Mitchell and or myself. Uh, the also, we are going to honor and invite all the girls who played last summer at Binghamton in the uh, BCANY Invitational they have every year. They've had that since the uh, New York State Empire Games went defunct. They still want to have you know, at least a basketball version of the Empire Games. The girls, there were 11 of them that played on that team that was coached by uh, – uh, Nate Butel and Ron Stepien, they are being invited as guests. And we are going to try to pick our top, what we felt would be this year's top 25 uh, girl basketball players in Western New York. It's a tough decision. We do it a little bit different than how the news picks their team. The news, uh, they send out the uh, ballots to the coaches, and the uh, coaches have to pick the top 20 players in Western New York. And to me, I cannot see how the coaches, for example, uh, 
I don't think, and may he rest in peace, the late Frank Martin was able to have too much involvement in what's going on with the Niagara Orleans or the Niagara Frontier League unless he thought he might face them in the playoff. He had enough of his own business to take care of. And I think with the boys and the girls, problem is there's such things as, well, I hear this girl's going D1 or that guy's going D2 or this guy did good in travel, uh, basketball and all that. We are picking the team, and I say we, it's predominantly Tim Lindner, Missy Lindner, and myself with the help of uh, getting some input from guys like Ken Ricker down south, uh, Brian Baker up north and all that. We are picking the players based upon their prowess between Thanksgiving past this past year and St. Patrick's Day, for example. We don't care whether you're a senior or you're in kindergarten. We don't care whether uh, you're going D1 or not going to college to play basketball. Uh, basically, what you did this year. We don't care what you did last year in uh, high school ball. We don't care what you did in travel ball. None of that comes to play. Specifically, what you did this high school basketball season, emphasis based upon how successful your team was during the year. That is a lot of clout. So just to recap, April 9th, it'll be a girls' basketball banquet held at Ilio de Palos, and we'll have more information on Inside High School Sports' Facebook page. Uh, but for now, we're going to close out the first segment and uh, have a word from our sponsor. Uh, definitely people who need no introduction, but Starling Brian, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. Oh, it's my pleasure. No, it's mine. And well, Roger's too. You. Roger was, what, you said you were 14 years old last time you were in studio with Starling? Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. That's a beating later. Maybe, well, maybe 14 years ago. <laughs> 14 years ago. Roger's I first mean, four, show. When I was 14, I don't know. I can't even remember 14 years ago or 15 years ago. Starling was alone. one. Oh, yeah. None of these guys were around when I was 14. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Class D state champions. It doesn't really get much better than that. Well, it's been a pleasure. It was a great run. We had a great group of kids, a fantastic coaching staff, and these young guys were together for four years. So they're closing our school down, and for us to end it this way, it's a blessing, and I'm very um, pleased to be with these young men. Going back in the earlier part of the season, the first time I ever got a chance to really see you guys was at Chad Andrews Tournament, which was, to me, one of the best high school basketball weekends in Western New York this past year, um, the view from center court. And you guys were playing St. Mary's. I walked into the gym. You were up by, like, 30. Now, Roger had been touting you guys as maybe the team from Class D that has the best hope of winning a state title. So he knew back then. But when did you know that you had something special brewing with the Panthers and that this might actually come to fruition? Uh, at the end of their junior season. Okay. With the amount of hard work that they put in, uh, they were with Coach Anderson, uh, Willard's father for the summer. They put in a tremendous amount of hard work. They got bigger, they got faster, and they got stronger. So based on that, I scheduled um, a top-heavy schedule where we play mostly A schools, B schools. We don't play any D schools until we got to the uh, 
to the uh, sectional six championships. So I had a pretty good feeling that we were ready because we were battle tested. So we played the best teams around. We didn't take any shortcuts. If you were the best team out there, we wanted to play against you. That sounds like a coach that's been around for a while, knows how to put his players up against the top competition to get them ready for the postseason, Roger. Well, no, I just want to add, Sterling, and it's probably a good thing you did, and I'm sure you will agree with me. Uh, and we got to give credit to Jeff Haskell and his team at uh, Franklinville. That is a pretty good Franklinville team that you guys knocked off. You know, everyone says, well, Class D, you know, like, uh, and I'm sure at least he's on my uh, all-Western New York team, Willard, in there. Well, what do you mean, Willard? He's Class D. Well, they play on the same size court. The three-point shooting line is the same distance and all that. And uh, good for you in uh, having that uh, top-heavy schedule. If you had the easy schedule and rolled through during the year, you might have been in for a rude awakening. And, uh, well, I'm sure you saw Franklinville, at least part of them, during that same Chad Andrews tournament that uh, Frank alluded to. That's a pretty good team you knocked off to win the section championship. Oh, They're a fantastic team. Uh, everyone that we played against was fantastic. The team that we defeated for the championship, uh, they were 54-0 uh, defending state champions. No one gave us a chance. Basically, we were looked at as an underdog against Franklinville, also uh, Mariah. Did that play into your hands? Basically, I would think so. Because one of the things I look at, I would rather have a loss during the season to kind of yeah. let these kids experience what a loss means to prepare yeah. yourself. And once the pressure got on this Mariah team, I could sense that they weren't used to being in that type of situation. And it basically paid off. In fact, I think Mariah won last year. And uh, I remember I talked with Coach Haskell's brother. Uh, he says, be careful what you say. I says, what are you talking about? Well, you said whoever wins between Franklinville and Eastville probably won the state championship. They got to go through the team. He couldn't remember the name of the team, but he saw them a year ago. And uh, But like I say, just so happy for you guys. You won it, and won it, like you said earlier, what a way to close the school. Thank you. Coach, I do have to ask, what's what's next then for you guys, for you in particular? I mean, you were at Buffalo Traditional for a dozen years, I believe. Yes. And now you're, you're with East. What's the next in store for you? Uh, East Community School. Okay. Uh, East phased out, and uh, this was the senior class, the last class. So now we have East Community is coming in, so I will still be there. I'll still be teaching, and I'll still be coaching the East Community School. So is that a collection of Buffalo schools, or how does that community work? Uh, East Community is basically it's a, a community school where the community is has an input, okay. where they have, they're involved in a lot of things that go on after school and during school. It's not so much um, like community schools, but it's the community in general. And it's not a charter school. It's, no, it's, it's a Buffalo, Section 6 yes, Buffalo School. Okay. Buffalo Public School where the community is involved. We have after-school programs for, for senior citizens, for those who are trying to get a GED. Uh, we have after-school community activities. The gym is open. The library is open. Labs are open to the community. That's huge. So this is a new model nice. that the district is using. So Great. we are there are four community schools within the city of Buffalo. Okay. So we're a regular high school, same thing, just the community is involved. Same building on future same, same building, everything. That means a lot to me because, oh, of, course, of course, you know how I feel about Kensington, which is my alma mater, but East High School is the alma mater of my uh, ancestors. So uh, that school means as much to me, it's almost as much as Kensington. So, Coach, you brought a couple of your stars with you today. Who'd you bring? Willard Anderson, Jr., Justin Allen, and Coach Willard Anderson, Sr. 
Well, guys, now, welcome. Uh, to which one's junior and which one's senior? <laughs> <laughs> senior looks so young, it's hard to tell the difference, you know. Well, welcome to the program, Coach uh, Anderson and Willard and Justin. You guys made Western New York awfully proud uh, this past winter. Um, just, just talk about the team in general, the locker room, the atmosphere, and how you guys got it all together and and made this run. Um, really? This is Justin. We brought it together as a team because we knew we wasn't going to do it without our team and our defense. Really, like we knew it was like going to be our defense. As coach always told us, defense wins championships. And then really going out there to Binghamton and like Buff State and playing in them nice arenas and being in the locker room, of my team felt good, especially coming off a win and getting ready for the next game. Well, Frank, that's one of Coach Starling's radical applications sort of this game. Do you know that if you hold a team to 39 points, you only have to score 40 to win? Yeah, I remember saying that a long time ago. <laughs> it works. Yes, it, it works. does. Yes, it does. You, you, that's how you know how dedicated your players are, the ones that buy into defense. Offense, you have a line all the way out, you know, down Main Street for those who want to play offense, and it's easy to filter out the ones that don't want to play defense, and it's not so hard picking your final 12 guys or whatever it is. Willard, you've been featured in Buffalo News. Chad talks about you a lot, so, I mean, you have a very familiar face. Uh, just talk about dealing with the pressure this particular season because you, you did have a lot of pressure on you guys. You guys were, a lot of people thought you were the top team in Class D, just walking around knowing that people are talking about you guys. You got their attention. Did you feel any added pressure? Well, a little bit because, like, I'm, uh, we didn't get back to Buff State since, like, my freshman year. That's when we first went to Buff State. And then we lost my sophomore year and lost my junior year before getting back to Buff State. So I just wanted to get back to Buff State. As soon as we got to Buff State, we won. We turned it up. And then Binghamton, we just – took over and do what we had to do. Were you? Ex- I mean, you guys rolled Binghamton. Yeah. Were you expecting that competition to be, to be a little better than what it was? Or were you guys just playing with so much confidence at that time? We was playing with so much confidence because we know, like, at the end of the season, it comes up to stops, making free throws, and just rebounding the basketball. And, Coach, what kind of role were you playing this year? Were you, were you uh, I mean... The cheerleader, what was going on there? Well, first of all, I feel very humble to be part of a Hall of Fame uh, uh, character coach because uh, Stalin won on every level. He won at the A level, he won at the B level, he won at the C level, and he won at the D level. So just being part of being a family to that and, and, and humbling myself with the young men, volunteering with the young men, giving them everything I have, to be handicapped. And for these young men to uh, follow, you know, the, the the program, follow with the program. Because Stalin looks ahead. He always looks ahead. And one thing he does is he surrounds himself with top caliber people, like uh, uh, Miss Meshack. Miss Meshack, we call her Mother Meshack. She, she's uh, the lady of the team. We have uh, um, Merrill. Merrill's the, uh, the trainer of the team. And we have Coach... Uh, 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 Shropshire. So everybody been with Coach for years, and we've seen his preparation, and he surrounds himself with the best to uh, 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 have the kids play at the top of their selves. 
So it's just really humbling for me to be with, a, like I say, a Hall of Fame character uh, uh, coach in Starlin Bryant. I don't know if Coach is sitting over here. He's, you know, I mean, taking in all this praise. But, uh, I mean, you got to feel humbled by that. Oh, I do. I mean, everyone, Coach said, hit it right on the head. We're a big family. And everyone does their role. Everyone, and as they volunteer. I mean, this is what they love to do. And each and every one of them were great athletes in their time. So they know what it takes to be successful. Uh, Mr. Anderson played college ball. Uh, almost played professional basketball. Larry Shropshire was a D1 player. I played college ball. Nancy Meshack was um, one place away from being on the, on the Olympics team, running the marathon, one of the top runners here in uh, New York State, in western New York, Hall of For Fame years, runner. For uh, between, you know, corporate challenge and all those, yeah, uh, if first thing when Starling walks into a facility, Starling, where's Nancy? Where's yeah. Nancy? Yep. And sooner or later, she'll show up. Well, we have to cut to uh, another break here. We'll return in just a few moments with uh, Buffalo East and Coach uh, Starling Bryant. We are back. WGR Inside High School Sports for one last segment. Keep... Your dial tuned to 550 from 11 to 2. Sal Capaccio's coming up with Sports Talk Saturday. Derek, still in studio. We'll be here all day producing. Wearing that Nordiques hat. I don't know if they're going to get a team again, but Derek's hoping. Anyways, we've got Buffalo East Panthers, the Class D state champion in studio. Roger Weiss, Francis Beck, Bobby Carnavali's still here. And Markel's hiding. He's here. <laughs> but he's here. And I'm Frank Wolf from WNY Athletics, filling in for probably my last week uh, for Tony Caligiri. I saw a pink slip dancing around. I figured that was mine. <laughs> Coach Starlin, we were talking back and forth a little bit during the break, and I know you wanted to talk about uh, Coach Anderson a little bit and all the work he puts in with these kids during the offseason. Because that's where it starts. Oh, absolutely. That's where these young guys are made during the offseason and the amount of work that they put in. If they want to improve, they have to put in the work during the summer. So once we're done with it, uh, basketball season's over, I go right to track. And Coach Anderson goes right to the gym and to the weightlifting, and he's been um, he's been fantastic. He's one of the best trainers, in my opinion, and probably a lot of other people's opinion in Buffalo, Western New York, period. And uh, Coach Anderson takes the kids during the summer. When they come back, they're stronger, faster, and a much better basketball player. So I give a lot of this credit goes to Coach Anderson. Coach, would you say this is one of the most or strongest team you've ever been around? Yes, this year, uh, because my motto is. My next season starts the day after our last game. So, really, we go right to it. You know, we get right back into it. We don't uh, have any time where we rest for a long time. You know, and this team, they bought into it. And this year that they bought into it, they bought in the hook, line, and sinker. So, these men really, you, these young men really worked out real hard. Willard touched on this in the last segment that he hadn't been to Buff State since his sophomore year. Do you think losing before getting to Buff State got their attention, saying, hey, we have one more year to do this. We better take what our coaches are telling us in the offseason to do at heart. Looking in their faces, looking in their faces, and, and, and you've seen the determination, and you've seen that they all bought in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to get a team to buy into a strategy. And once you get them to buy in, it's all up to them from there. And we respected and we trusted them enough 
to go on to go on that binge that they went on. You know, because these guys, they, 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 they was not going to fail. That's how what they had in their hearts. They was not going to fail this year. For some reason, they just had it. My son, I'm looking at him every day, said, Dad, I'm not going to fail this year. We have to take it. We were so close. That we, we're going to take it this year. And sometimes you hear a student or a son or a player talk about putting in the work. But then when it comes time to do the work, you may not see them for a while. They're not giving it 100%. I got to believe this offseason, these kids went through, the, went through the wall for you to get ready for the season. What really made me feel proud of these kids is not just the work that they put in for the basketball. It's the work that they put into the classroom and outside of, uh, of just basketball. So they really worked hard on the grades so they could be a part of the team and stay with the team. Because if you, if you didn't have the grades, you couldn't play. So they really worked hard on both sides. They worked hard outside the classroom, and they worked hard in the classroom. So they did things for the whole school, the alumni, the coaches, their families. I mean, these kids really worked hard, and we seen it in them, and we trusted in them, and they trusted in themselves, and the result is what it is. And not only were you guys winners on the court, but off the court, Coach, I told you during the break, a lot of times I'll notice the best-dressed coaches, whether on the football field or the ice rink, baseball, whatever, by far, every one of your coaches, always in suits at every game, best-dressed coaching staff in Western New York this past winter was East. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it goes along with the culture. It's something that I learned a long time ago. What we do influences the kids. I learned that from my old prior coaches. So you dress for success. Our kids, our student athletes, these guys come shirt and tie game day, and they lifted their spirits during the during the course of the um, the school day. Everyone would look at them differently. They felt better, and they performed better. So we as coaches and as leaders and as parents, we have to lead by example, and that's exactly what I don't know any other way. I've learned from some of the best. I've coached against some of the best guys, and. I've had, I have a pretty good uh, understanding from based on my experiences dealing with some of the best coaches in Western New York. So thank you for the compliment. No problem, Roger. Well, no, it's uh, you're giving away your age again, Starling. Uh, it's uh, you've been watching uh, all the way back to the Vince Lombardi days. Uh, Vince Lombardi's Green Bay Packers. You had to tuck your shirt in, and that you couldn't be running around the field with your jersey overlapping your belt of your uh, football pants and uh, Vince Lombardi's philosophy was if you dress sloppy you will probably play sloppy I will have none of that on my team absolutely well this was a great show it really was uh, again coach everything you guys accomplished this year you guys deserved you worked hard to get there and you did it and congratulations from all of us at Inside High School Sports gentlemen we wish you the best of luck in future endeavors uh, Coach Anderson, thank you very much for coming in studio with us today. It was Roger Weiss, Bobby Carnavali, again next Saturday, the 7th, at Butler Mitchell All-Star at Canisius. 2 o'clock is the boys' game. Canisius. Also sponsored by Ed Pro. Canisius, Canisius High, High School, School, not college. Markel, thank you for joining us today, Francis. Next week, Tom Prince will be here for baseball, and the Cheektowaga Girls State Champion Bowling Team will be in yeah. studio as well. <laughs> See you next Saturday. Happy Easter. God Thanks. bless America. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 